bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And now I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council show me now live from the american family insurance studio at the avenue in the heart of downtown milwaukee here is dr ken harris You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. It's Friday. That's exactly how I feel. That right there. That's exactly how I feel. My LinkedIn not working. Error pops up. Computer's not working. Nothing's working. But I guess it's like the other 11 million people that's not working either. So there you go. And that's what's been on my mind all day. Nothing's working. There's so much stuff that's going on. There it is. An error occurred. Wait a moment before and try again. That's my life. So one of the things that's been disturbing me today. First of all, I got to get off Microsoft Edge because that whole web browser thing drives me crazy. And I'm not just lazy because I'm into Chrome, but I digress. I'm watching people do stupid things. And when I say stupid things, I mean like crime. When I see people do stupid things, I wonder what it is they're thinking. I mean, I have to. The driving, speeding,
Where's our city going in the next five years? The next four years, the next two years. We already know. We already know that it comes to a point where wherever Milwaukee goes, the state of Wisconsin goes. And so I'm trying to figure out what it is that we're doing that's going to make Milwaukee prosper. And I don't know what that is. I don't I don't know what that is going to be. Right? You ever just been having one of those days where something is wearing on you and you and you want to say what it is but you really can't say what it is? You want to tell everybody in the world, you want to scream it but you really can't. I just got to ask the question, why are people being so stupid? I I just don't understand. And of course, as usual, my mother's voice pops in my head. You shouldn't call people stupid. I'm not calling people stupid. I'm saying things that are done are stupid. And so I start to think, what are some of the things that you can get in trouble for by Doing stupid things. Well, number one, you can get a ticket because you did a stupid thing. And so now they give you a citation and you got to pay a fine. Got to go to court. If you don't go to court, they automatically fine you guilty. And then you got a fine. And then you got court costs on top of the fine. And then it piles up and then you don't show up. And then it turns into a warrant. And then the warrant turns into a commitment. And then that's it. They catch you. You go straight to jail. Or you can get in trouble. You can be stupid because we all make stupid mistakes. I have. And then you go to jail. See the same thing. Ticket can end up in jail. Can make you end up in jail. Arrest can make you end up in jail. But if you read the fine print, especially on a state charge, when you get in trouble, it clearly says you can do time. And a fine. But when I look out and I see the caliber of person that is committing crimes today, I don't I don't know if they're tough enough, you know, because they're pretty young. You know, we're talking 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old. The kids that killed the woman from Oshkosh and Wauwatosa, 13, 14, 15 years old. How do you rectify that? How do you rectify people doing things that are stupid and then on the back end acting like, well, it was because of my youth? I don't understand that. But I get it. We've all been young. We've all done stupid things. We've all said stupid things. Lord knows I have. Recently, in the past, that's life. But at some point, you have to be able and willing and ready to take the consequences of that. So if you're going to walk around and drive like there's no tomorrow, hit people with your car, sometimes kill them, randomly rob and shoot people, 
bum rush stores and steal everything out of them. Like, is there a title for something you would do if it's a flash mob and you rob somebody? Is it a flash rob? I don't know. Like, I, I, like what, what is that? Or is it a rob mob? Like, I don't know. See? Stupid comment. But from what I'm seeing today is that I'm looking at the the things people do that don't make any sense. Let's take this for granted, right? Let's take for granted that I'm a judge and I'm in New York. And that my name is Robert J. Petorti. Well, they're trying to get him removed from his job because he decided in court somewhere between 2015 and 2018 to pull a gun on a defendant, a black man, and then brag about it. Now, this judge is in New York. At a court appearance, he pulled out his legal handgun, pointed it at the defendant after he allegedly crossed a stop line in front of the judge's bench. The incident was largely forgotten about. But the judge, in his arrogance, his stupidity, couldn't leave it be. So he decided to talk about it to the presiding judge. Talk about it at a judge's judge's conference and then... When they asked him about it, he lied and said, oh, it was a six foot nine black man who was in my court. He was built like a football player. And when he crossed the line, I thought he was going to hurt me. Well, they went back and checked. Commission found that it was a black man. Six feet tall, 165 pounds. Members of the commission said a courtroom is no place for a judge to brandish or point a gun. Isn't that what you actually arrest people for and bring them in front of a judge for brandishing guns? But then I got to think about all the stupid things that people do, and judges are no different. But I do have one thing for the judge. I have one piece of advice for the judge. No matter what you do, you say, If you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're live from the Avenue. You know, I haven't heard the announcement that they make, like like when they say live from wherever. I haven't really heard the verbiage of what they use. So I just say we're live from the Avenue. D-A apostrophe the Avenue. 833-212-1017. Mr. McDee. Let me holler at him. Because I was hollering at him yesterday. He was causing all, all kinds of trouble yesterday. Let me see what Mr. D. So let me, let me, let me also, I think I said this yesterday, but I don't know if I said it on the air. Mr. Madi said, I apologize, my brother, love you so. By them being called Christians, it is fair to say that you're putting it on Christians. Is that adding to the book? It didn't add to the book. It was already in there. So I don't know what you... I don't know what that's about, but I'm not going to get into a philosophical discussion about that. I'm going to harass Mr. Madi and say, hey, what's up, Mr. Madi? Because he said, give the legal guardian a ticket down south, lock the parents up when the kids miss school daily. But then he said something that don't make no sense. He fulfilled the, I hope Mr. Madi is tough because he said judges are above the law. No, they not. I could take that and say that's a stupid comment. So Mr. Madi must be tough. <laughs> he must be tough. You 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 getting situated in there and where stuff is and <laughs> right <laughs> because I could never tell when you were ready, right? Because you don't look up, so I don't. And then, but then it, but then it, you know what I mean. But then it goes. So it's like, but then in my mind, if you don't look what you're doing, you might end up, you know. Broadcasting live from Jupiter. You're like, what did you do? Yep. So I'd be glancing. I'd be glancing off the peripherals. You know, quick glance, pop down, quick glance. Yeah, but your glasses are dark. <laughs> like, what is he looking at? I don't know if he's looking at me. You might be look, you might be sitting there paying attention to the show and be completely asleep. I would never know. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. It's Friday. What's your Friday looking like? What's your weekend looking like? Anybody doing anything like good this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? I have a meeting in the morning and then I have um, that remind, you know, you should probably tell people you have a meeting. You should like send an email and say, Hey, we're meeting. So I just got to let people know we're meeting. And so here's something I've never done. I hope I don't forget about it. I'm going live on LinkedIn and live on YouTube, and I'm gonna just leave it. And we go. I'm gonna just let it roll and see what happens. We go, if possible, do the whole, do the rest of the show. I wish y'all could see the the look DZ just gave me. He gave me a look like, really, dude? No, okay. But then there's some things you can't do. There's some things you just can't do. I want to say. Um, Happy birthday to one of my most favorite American jazz saxophonist, band leader, and composer. Um, being among some of the most influential jazz musicians, that's John Coltrane. Today is his birthday. Today is his birthday. And so I just want to say happy birthday, um, John Coltrane. Alcoholism and heroin addiction took a toll on his life. He died of liver failure in July of 67 at the age of 40. 
at the age of 40. So we lost a jazz great today. So I just wanted to say that. Um, love his music. Hopefully, DZ going to be looking up some music on, you know, so we can roll some coal train. Um, but, you know, it's Friday. And so Friday, I, t- I like to take a look at the, at the week. Um, I like to look at the, the week that was. I like to look at what's in the news today. And so there's some top stories that are going out. Waukesha Parade attack suspect wants to represent himself. So it's unclear who will represent the Waukesha Christmas Parade attack suspect going forward. This is from CBS 58. Daryl Brooks is accused of killing six, wounding dozens of others after driving his car through the parade route and a public defender Representing Brooks filed a motion to withdraw attorneys Jeremy Perry and Anna Keys from the case. And so this request comes days after the court finalized details for the upcoming trial, which now is on hold because they got to figure out who's going to rep. And then he said he's going to represent himself. I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, isn't there an old saying about that? He who represents himself in court has a fool for a client. I bet a lawyer said that. I want to get paid. But anyway, um, yeah, that's just one of those things that you have to look at and go, well, why, why are you doing that? But, hey, it's Friday. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Like a text line, I am going to Universal. Well, where, when is Universal? Is Universal Circus here? Hey, man, I'm going to be upset. Universal Circus. Is it in Milwaukee? 2022 dates. Let's see. Washington Park, Chicago. Anyway. They in Chicago. I ain't driving to Chicago to go see Universal Circus. Come on now. That's too far. <laughs> I'd be driving home. Wow. The best seats only cost $53. Hmm, that's not bad. Although I, I'm not one. I got some pretty good tickets maybe about 10, 15 years ago to see Universal Circus here, which was kind of weird because the tent was outside. But then what did you expect? It's the circus. I thought they'd be inside. And so when I when I went to go see Universal Circus, they <laughs> I probably shouldn't. They they were so close because you know they I guess they didn't have the money to be like you know Ringling Brothers or something. <laughs> and and I uh, like the the person that was on the what do you call that when you swing back and forth the right? You know you get the bar you do all the sit ups on it and the pull ups and all that, but you swing the trapeze. When I could feel the wind, when they would go over us, I was like, I'm out. Like, we moving somewhere else because if, if they lose their grip, I'm dead. Like, I'm, I'm going to get crushed by, like, a little, like, 18-year-old waif who weighs maybe 98 pounds. But when they pick up speed, it's like getting hit by a bullet. I don't think so. I don't think so. But that'll be cool. Universal Circus in Chicago. They are Incredible. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. 
Big Brother E said today is my birthday. Happy birthday, I think. I hope it's happy. 833-212-1017 is the number. So what drives me crazy is I don't have a I don't have a clock yet. So I have to keep watching the computer where the type literally is like is like three. All right. And it's three. So if you hear me pause, you know, that's me adjusting my glasses and my bifocal. <laughs> Look it out. Well, DZs go like mine go dark, but they're not going dark in here for some reason. Maybe the light is like in the sun. My glasses just get black here. The light is up all the way and I'm like nothing. Like absolutely nothing. It's unfortunate. DZ is in a room where it's dark and his glasses are dark. Like, I don't understand. Like what? And I know those are the kind of change, right? They're not. You just wear sunglasses. What's wrong with him? You just wear sunglasses? Are you kidding? I wear my sunglasses. Uh, you want me to play that song for you, Dr. Ken? No. Can't take him nowhere. And you're lucky you got a, a handsome son, too. Saw a little dude yesterday. So all my friends that have sons that are like one, two years old, I call them all little dude. Hey, little dude. Till one day they're going to look at me and go, excuse me, my name's not little dude. My name is Sam. <laughs> He'll be like, what? And then he's going to be tough. He's he going to probably be all of like eight years old. Excuse me, my name is Sam. And one of two things are going to happen. One or two things are going to happen. His mother's going to walk up behind him and smack him in the back of the head and say, boy, get in the house. Or. She's going to open the door, look up, and say, Sammy, dinner. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Music from John Coltrane. So here's the deal. <laughs> Sammy dinner. Wow. That would be that would be like wow. That would be rough. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I was looking. Today, I've, I've been thinking about this all day. I, I had about two or three random thoughts. One was, you know, if you're going to be stupid, you should, if you're going to do stupid stuff, you should probably be tough. <laughs> Is Putin tough? Is Vladimir Putin tough? So I was looking at the, uh, 
headlines. And they said over 6,400 Russians have traveled to Finland by land today. They are trying to get out of Russia. Putin is trying to create a Soviet Union. And the people are not having it. So countries that were satellite countries, Bulgaria, other places like Ukraine, all that, they're, they're trying to take them over. Hey, you're going to come back into the fold. And those countries are resisting. But from the looks of it, Russians are resisting too because 6,400 of them on CNN.com shows that they said, we out of here. Now, as I went through the story, I thought, okay, so that's, you know, does anybody really care about Russia? But then I thought. Four Russian-occupied areas of Ukraine began voting on referendums on joining Russia. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding? Referendums are illegal under international law dismissed as a sham by Western governments and Kiev. Vladimir Putin's partial mobilization orders were followed by protests, tearful goodbyes, long lines, because people said, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. So a U.N. panel of experts, which for me does absolutely nothing. It's just a U.N. panel. Big deal. They said it found evidence of war crimes committed during Russia's invasion, including cases of rape and torture of children. So what are you going to do about it? Go to war with Russia? They're already at war with Ukraine. But this is the one that I want to ask you about. At least 1,300, get this, anti-war protesters were detained across Russia this week. That means that some of them were directly conscripted into the military. Now, do you know what a conscript is? Well, a conscript is a person that's been arrested. And instead of sending you to jail, they send you directly to the military. So what's been Putin's issue? Well, Putin's issue has been people have been leaving. They're like, I'm out. They throw up the deuces and they leave because why would I go fight something and die? Like, what is that? Contrary to popular belief, Ukraine's kind of handing Russia their hat, telling them to go home. But the issue now, they detained protesters across 38 cities in Russia and conscripted them and put them in the military. 500 of those people were in just Moscow. They even beat minors into submission. That's why the 6,400 people are going. So here's my question. If war breaks out in America, and we're already short people in the military, would you, if you were a male of fighting age, would you answer 
civil service? Like if they civil service, what do we call it? Selective service. Would, would you answer like, hey, uh, anybody between this age, here's your letter. You've been drafted. You have to go to war. Now, Russia said if you don't report, you get 15 years in jail. We don't have the draft anymore. But I think if a world war breaks out, we would have to get the draft. Now, here's my thought. Everybody's going to be mad. I understand it. Quit picking on them. But it's like easy fodder. You ready? Can you actually see millennials answering a question like, you know, what's your shoe size? What's your this? Because you've been, you know, conscripted into the military. And it's not like they're going to tell you, hey, do I get to pick Marine Corps, Army? I'm picking Air Force, by the way, just so you know. Family branch, right? People in Air Force. I mean, would you would you go? Like, would you actually go if you got a letter saying, hey, you've been. All right. So here, here's a picture. DZ at home, chilling, minding his own business. He get a knock on the door. Hey, who that? Uh, that's as far I'm looking for DZ from the new 1017, The Truth. And they walk in and they say, hey, DZ, how are you, sir? My name is Master Staff Sergeant blah, blah, blah from the blah, blah, blah. Which, which, uh, let me see, DZ. I can see DZ in Army. I don't think he's tough enough to be a Marine. <laughs> he's like, hey, no. Um, Air Force. Okay. So they tell you, by the way, in two, say what? Coast Guard, uh, Coast Guard is not part of the military anymore. It's part of Homeland Security. Okay. No, can't go to, no. And so you, you, you sign up and you go volunteer. That's one thing, but we're talking, you get the knock on the door, the letter. Hey dude, you got to report to the recruiting center at such and such a time. Bring this, hit your duffel bag. We out. You're going to war. Would you go? 833-212-1017 is the number. If you got the letter, and I guess now, do you think they would draft? Well, let me rephrase that. If you're male and you got the letter, would you go? And if they're going to draft Americans to go to war, would you, as a woman, go? If you're of legal fighting age. You know, that's when people start coming out. Well, you know, I got a bad back and I got flat feet and I got, okay, we'll put you in an airplane. It, it, it'll, it'll fly for you. It's got its own motor and everything. You don't have to worry about that. Would you go? 833-212-1017. I'm interested in knowing whether or not you would go because the future of America, it seems and it sounds like that's where we're headed. We're headed to a time where there are things going on in America and in the world that is going to cause friction throughout the world. And if you could see these pictures, Russia's land borders, people are leaving in droves to fly out of Moscow right now. It costs you $2,900 for a one-way ticket. That means that only the oligarchs and their family who can afford it get to leave. 
And now there's a partial mobilization and they're gone. Would you go? Would you pack up, kiss your husband or wife goodbye, and say, I'm rolling out and I got to go to war for something I don't really understand or know? Like, can you imagine being drafted by in, in Vietnam and not really having an understanding. I'm not saying everybody did. And I'm just saying if you were one of those people who had no real understanding of what we were fighting for, but all you know is you had to go fight as little as millennials and Gen Z and to some extent X doesn't watch the news. Do they really know what's going on? And what exactly are you saving like what what like what? Do we get something for it? Do we get money? Do we get oil? Do we get like what do we get? We would be defending a country that's an ally. That's it. And is that something for you to go and die over? 833-212-1017. I'm interested as to whether or not you would go, regardless of your age. Because at this point, they might be giving me a letter. Hey, bro, you you gotta you gotta, you gotta come because they, they they not coming, so we gotta skew <laughs> we gotta skew older, right? Well, you know, we call the thirty seven year olds and they not answering the phone. The forty year olds ain't answering their texts, so we gotta call you. You gotta go. <laughs> Eighty eight said uh, Putin has nerve, but without a banking value apparatus, no territory is viable to manage people. Well, but if I got a big gun. I can definitely do that. I can't. I don't know. Big Brother E said, okay, Putin then plays chessboard, right? Yes, he does. And this is part of the chess move. People are going to have to decide what they're going to do in Russia. They're already leaving. Protesters, protesters got conscripted, so now they're in the military. And if they don't do the military, they do twenty. They do fifteen years in a gulag. Is it a German gulag and it's a Russian what? Jail, Siberia, whatever. If the draft were to come to America today, would you sign up for it? That's my roundabout way of saying, hey, dude, you got to like just because they bring you in and make you sign on the paper. They drafted you. Right. If there was a draft today, male or female, would you answer the call? 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We're live at the Avenue. This is Truth in the Afternoon. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Ain't nothing like a Friday evening with John Coltrane. 833-212-1017 is the number. If we had a draft today, would you go male or female? Male or female? Southside Frank, are you even old enough to go, man? Or are you young enough to go? You know better than that. Come on up. I don't know. I'm asking. Well, I appreciate the question. Let me fill you in. All right. And not just not not just on the topic of that question, but this this is a timely conversation. Um, I work with a lot of guys that are younger than me, and a lot of a lot of days it seems like I bring conversations like this to work because these guys, these younger fellows, I mean these cats, they're not paying attention to what's going on in the world. It's they seem oblivious to it. I have asked. I asked the same question. That, that's why I felt like this was such a timely discussion. I've asked the same question to these younger cats around me. Like, would you guys go if you were called up? I, I heard about Putin, you know, trying attempting to install the draft and all that business. Would I go? Of course I would. That's my that's my duty as a citizen. This is my country. Um, when when I got out of the joint, I was uh, nineteen and a half. I applied at the army, the Marines. I lied on some paperwork for the Navy. I tried to, I did my best to try to get into the service and I almost got in big trouble for doing that, but that's all I wanted to do when I, I got in a little trouble when I was 17, when I got out, I, you know, I tried to make things right and, and do the right thing, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't touch me. But still that said, if they called me up, I would go. And so you must be young you know, enough it, to remember that we used to actually we used to actually, if you got in trouble, we would send you to the military to get fixed. You know what I mean? And when I say fixed, that's right. in quotes. I mean, you know, to straighten you out, give you discipline, give you direction, give you a vision for your life. Right. Get your mind right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, one of my best friends that I work with um, is first generation here from Poland. And um, as soon as he finished high school, he had to do two years, a two year bit in the military before he he was free to do whatever he wanted with his own life. That, that was it was a, a, what obligatory or whatever the word is, and you had no choice. You had to go. Compulsory. Compulsory, yeah, and, and a good dude. And I think, you know, he had such a work ethic, Ken, and such a drive. I think it was it, it lent to that, you know, that, that brief stint, you know, because it gives you everything you need for, for a life. You know, you're a regiment, and, you know, respect and, and morals and ethics and timeliness and, and – just everything you really need to have, you know, to to be a good citizen and you know, all those things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And so let me, let me say one thing real quick. Yes, sir. I'm 43. I'm okay. 43. Okay. You know, um, I recently brought my 21 year old son onto the job and, but yeah, it's like most of these cats are young. It's a young man's game. I'm just about ready to fizzle out and try to find something else to do. I'm thinking about starting a fence building business. You're only forty. Hey, I'm going to get into fences. You're only forty three. Hey, you're talking about it, checking this out. This life takes a can. This this life takes a toll on you, man. Well, what do you do? Uh, I do a lot of masonry work. As okay. a, I've been a carpenter since I was sixteen, but. Um, that that's such a it's it's a broad broad spectrum. Oh yeah, you know the scope of work. You know I could put a window in for somebody, and then tomorrow I'm you know pouring footings under an office building. Right, it, it, it's everywhere. Okay, but right. I, I would definitely go 
And I'm, I'm, what I do is I try to encourage these guys to open their minds and, and be more proactive and at least get into what's going on because they, these guys, they seem oblivious to what's going on around me. You know, when I bring up these topics at work, they're like, really? And I'm like, it, it, it makes my head spin. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would definitely go. And, look, if, if Putin decides to press that red button, we're all in big trouble. All right. Thank you much. Appreciate you. You're welcome. All right. Later. 833-212-1017 is the number. I don't I don't know. I mean, do we do we do we I don't know if I would want my daughters to go. Hey, uh do me a favor and check with him to see if he wants to wait until after the news cuz we only got another few minutes or so. So he'll wait till after. The news. All right. So it's it's <clears throat> The way that I feel about this country, the way I feel about this city, the way I feel about this state, if I got called up, would I go? Yes. I'd be terrified, but I'd go. But then I think about the fact that it would be no different than being in the military. The, the, the military would be no different than being in the police department. And so at that point, I would have to say, Sure. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. If the country were to reinstitute the draft, male or female, would you answer the call? Talk a text line says, Doctor Ken, no disrespect, but H E double hockey sticks, no. But then Chris says, sign me up. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Some people say, sign me up. Talking text line says, I couldn't do it, Doc. They don't respect my people, so I would never give my life for this country. I'm sorry. I don't know if I would be that broad. Many a great black man has fought for this country and won medals of honor and medals of valor and medals of freedom, both while they were living and posthumously. So I don't know. But Dion said, I would never give my life for a country that never looked at me or people that look like me in America can go to H-E. Well, I think America has done that. And when we come back, let's talk about that. What are some of the reasons why you wouldn't fight for this country? Because I know veterans who have done extremely well and have done great things, and the military was one of the things that helped them do that. So... I can I can respect <laughs> I can respect of people saying it's not my fight but Russia's going to bring that fight to America. Russia uh, uh China's going to bring that fight to America. So after the break, let's change it. If war broke out in America from China and Russia, and they wanted to draft you, would you answer the call? Better still, would you just answer the call because they are attacking your country here in America? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're live at The Avenue. We'll be right back. 